after being driven out of the Garden of Eden. Adam and Eve had two sons. The older was named Cain, and the younger, Abel. As they grew to manhood, Cain worked with the ground, planting gardens and growing food, while his brother Abel cared for a herd of sheep. One day, Cain brought an offering to the Lord of fruit that he had grown. Abel did the same, except he brought of the firstborn of his flock, the very finest of all his herd. And it came to pass that the Lord God showed favor on Abel's offering. Pleased that Abel had brought his very best. But upon Cain's offering, God did not show pleasure. When Cain realized this, he became very angry. Cain, why are you so angry? And why do you look so downcast? If you do what's right, you will have peace. But if you do not, sin will overtake you, and it will rule over you. Therefore, you must fight it. Hearing this, Cain became even more displeased, and turning away from God, he went out in search of his brother to speak with him. when they were together in the field. Cain became enraged, overcome with jealousy because of the favor God had shown his younger brother. He turned upon him in fury. It was later that day, when he nervously tilled the ground, that God called out to him. Cain, Cain, where is your brother Abel? My brother? I do not know. What am I? My brother's keeper. What have you done? I hear the voice of your brother's blood crying out to me from the ground. Cain knew he was caught. Having been found guilty of killing his brother Abel, he shuddered 
as the Lord God proclaimed his punishment. Now you are cursed and banished from the very ground which received your brother's blood by your hands. From this day forth, you work the ground, but it will not yield food. You shall roam the earth, a fugitive and a wanderer. No, no, please, Lord. This punishment is more than I can bear. You have driven me from my home, and I will be hidden from your presence. And it surely will happen that anyone who finds me will kill me. No one will harm you. I will set my mark upon you that no one take your life. For whoever would slay you would be punished seven times greater. So Cain left the presence of the Lord that day. and settled in the land of Nod, which was east of Eden. As time passed, Eve gave birth again. Rejoicing at the birth of her third son, she exclaimed, Cain took the life of Abel, but see now, how God has given us another child in his place. We shall call him Seth. Once Seth came of age, he also married and had a son named Enos. And they honored and worshiped the Lord God. Adam and Eve, living long lives, had many more sons and daughters. After settling in Nod, Cain also took a wife and had children. Eventually, he built a city and raised livestock. As his family grew, they learned to play musical instruments while others became craftsmen, forging tools in bronze and iron. These were the early generations of mankind, which the Lord God created, and the earth was populated with their sons and daughters. But as time passed, mankind began to turn away from God. And violence and wickedness filled the earth. Evil became commonplace. And every thought of mankind became corrupt and wicked. In his grief, the Lord God declared, I am sorry for what I have created. 
and what has become of humanity. I will destroy man and beast and every living thing. But among all the wicked people of the time, there was a righteous man named Noah, a direct descendant of Seth, one sole man who walked with God and found favor in his sight. And Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. God spoke to Noah and said, The earth is filled with violence. Because of this, I will destroy that which I have created. Make for yourself and your family an ark of gopher wood. The length of the ark shall be 300 cubits, 50 cubits wide and 30 cubits high. It shall contain three levels, and within each level you shall make rooms. At the top of the ark you will make a window, and in its side a door. Then you will cover the ark with pitch, inside and out. But behold, I myself will cause the waters to flood the earth and destroy every man and beast under heaven. Yet, I will establish my promise with you. For I have seen that you are not given to wickedness like other men. You are righteous before me and those around you. You will enter the ark along with your wife, your sons, and your sons' wives. And only you shall be saved. Of every living creature you shall gather, of every kind of livestock, wild beast, and creatures that crawl, and you shall bring them into the ark. You shall take seven of each clean animal, a male and his mate, and two of each of the unclean animals, a male and its mate, and you will take seven of each kind of bird, a male and its mate, and keep them all alive with you and your family repopulate the earth and you shall gather enough food for your family and for all the animals Noah did just as God asked of him and then when Noah was 600 years old the ark was finally complete it was then that God told him to enter it along with his family. And all the animals that were gathered entered two by two, male and female alike. And then the Lord God closed 
the door of the Ark. Seven days passed, and all the underground springs of the earth burst open. And the windows of heaven opened, and the waters began to rain down on the earth. The rains continued for 40 straight days, covering every mountain and causing every living creature to perish. the ark that carried Noah, his family, and all the living creatures floated safely on the surface of the waters. Eventually, the rain stopped, and the Lord God caused a wind to blow across the earth, and the waters began to recede. One hundred fifty days from the time the flood began, the ark came to rest upon the mountains of Ararat. The waters continued to subside, and soon other mountaintops were visible. After another 40 days, Noah opened the window at the top of the ark and released a raven, hoping it would bring back signs of life. When the raven did not return, Noah sent out a dove. Eventually, the dove returned, but it showed no signs of finding a place to rest. The earth was still covered with water. Another seven days passed. And again, Noah released a dove. This time, it returned with a freshly plucked olive branch in its beak. Noah waited seven more days and released the dove. This time, it did not return. By this, Noah knew that the floodwaters had finally receded. 
a year after Noah and his family and all the animals had entered the ark, God spoke to Noah, saying, Come out from the ark, you and your wife and your sons and their wives. Bring forth every beast, all the cattle, every bird and everything that creeps on the ground, that they may multiply and replenish the earth. Then God blessed Noah and his sons and instructed them to be fruitful and to multiply and fill all the earth. And he gave them dominion over all the animals and made it so every beast of the earth and every bird of the sky would now be afraid of mankind. And God gave a new commandment. Whoever sheds man's blood, by man shall his blood be shed. For you were made in the image of God. I will never again curse the earth because of mankind. Even though the intent of their heart, even from their youth, is evil, I will never again destroy every living thing. As a sign of his promise, God set a bow in the sky. This is the sign of my covenant I am making between me and you and all living creatures to never again destroy the earth with water. When I see the bow in the clouds, I will remember my promise made with you and all future generations to never again flood the earth. The sons of Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and their wives begin to repopulate the earth. And Noah began to work the ground and planted a vineyard. As his vineyard matured, Noah made wine from the grapes he had planted. And one day, after drinking of the wine he had made, Noah became drunk and fell asleep, naked in his tent. Noah's youngest son, Ham, looked upon his father's nakedness 
and proceeded to tell his two older brothers. However, Ham's brothers refused to look on their father's nakedness and walked backwards into Noah's tent with a garment to cover his naked body. When Noah woke up from his drunken state and learned what Ham had done to him, he cursed Ham's youngest son, Canaan. Cursed be Canaan. A servant of servants he shall be to his brothers, a slave to my sons Shem and Japheth. Following the great flood, Noah lived 350 more years, and all the days of Noah were 950 years when he died. And among them was born a fierce hunter and mighty leader. His name was Nimrod, and he was the great-grandson of Noah. As generations passed, and the number of inhabitants continued to increase. They journeyed to the east and settled on a plain. In the land of Shinar, at that time, all the people spoke the same language and came together, eagerly desiring to build a name for themselves. With bricks and mortar we shall build a great city, and in our city we will build a tower that will reach the heavens. We shall settle here, we shall not be scattered. This will be our home! Now God had instructed the generations of Noah to replenish the whole earth. Yet their desire was to remain in the land of Shinar. And they proceeded to build their city and their tower. Then, the Lord God looked upon the plains of Shinar and said, The people of the earth are one people who all speak one language. Now they are building a great city. Let us go down, confuse their language, so they may not understand each other and cause them to scatter all over the earth. By God's command, mankind suddenly began to speak many different languages. Unable to understand one another, the building of the city was halted, and the people began to disperse throughout the earth, according to God's original instruction. The city from which they scattered became known as Babel, for it was there that God confused the people's language.